Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste. We are in a school of transformation, a very strange school, because the teacher of this school is the Supreme Real. And it is not easy to understand the Supreme Real. And therefore, what we must learn is to increase our intelligence so that we are able to grok what the real is transmitting. This cannot be done in any ego consciousness. The intelligence must become superfluid. It must understand that the real leaves no footprint in the phenomenal plane and therefore cannot be grasped by the imaginary register. What most people call reality is a very shabby kind of reality. It has almost no shelf life. It is simply the refusal to recognize the flux and identifying with an image that has long disappeared from the flux. And thus, the ego mind is always out of sync with the real in its apparent flow of time. And it can only be grasped when your mind is so quick that it can instantaneously receive the message that is offered in less than an eye blink. In German, the word is Augenblick. It's one of the more important concepts of 19th century philosophy that has dropped out of most philosophic discourse, but it's probably the key term that the Western mind ever came up with to understand God. Because the real only appears in an absolutely instantaneous intuition that cannot be held on to. But in that decisive moment, everything changes. A window of opportunity opens, and in that instant, one either goes through it or one does not. And the window closes instantaneously, and you will never again be sure if there even ever was a window offered to you. And it may or may not be ever offered again. This is, of course, the myth of Parsifal who after years and years of wandering and desperate remorse for not having said the right words to the Grail King, finally is shown the castle again and is given a second chance. Most are not given such a second chance. But they are not given a second chance because they are afraid of that second chance because they know they still wouldn't have the courage when the portal opens to go through it. 
into the unknown. Because when one goes through it, everything changes. You're in an entirely different universe. You know, when you go to some restaurants here, they ask you, do you want the English menu or the Spanish? In a certain way, God does the same thing. Do you want the Kali Yugi menu or do you want the Satyuga menu? There are different foods on each menu, different offerings. But most people choose the Kali Yuga menu because that's what they're used to. They can recognize the signifiers. They have no clue of what's being offered on the menu of the next yuga. But if I were you, that's the menu I would choose. These teachings are specifically not for Kali Yuga. They are delivered in a yuga that leaves no footprint called Sangam Yuga that will never show up on the map of history. And we share this yuga with beings who have lesser footprints in the physical plane, meaning their forms are less gross. There are elementals, there are aliens who can cloak themselves, there are angels, there are various kinds of entelechies and interdimensional beings right now flowing through this portion of space we think we occupy and making much better use of it than we do. for whom we are the ones who don't really exist because our minds are too slow, too small, too ignorant, too focused on absurd intentions that have nothing to do with the present moment, the Augenblick, which is all that there is. And so we have no footprint in the real. And thus we require a school to teach us what is real and what is not. But the viveka, the capacity for discernment between the two, is not picked up on. Because we are so obsessed with the unreal that we can't take our minds off of it even for a moment to look up and recognize what is the real and we're missing out on it because we prefer our absurd melodramas to the glory of the presence of God and because we mistake the signifier for the signified we live in a mind that is embedded in a dualistic misconception of the real and trying to grasp it with concepts, with language, with images forces us to commit ourselves to ignorance and try to catch the wind rather than to realize we are the wind. We are pure spirit that can never be captured.
And it is only through that freedom that comes from the instantaneous choice and the decisive moment to disappear that the infinite complexity of the flux of space-time and all of its cosmic and microcosmic implications can be held in that absolute simplicity of egoless presence, of the truth of emptiness that is fullness, and the truth that recognizes time as eternity. And therefore, in which nothing is ever lost. The real is so massive, so powerful, so infinite. so overwhelmingly present that it takes an extraordinarily strenuous effort to deny it, to maintain the ego at all. And that is the wondrous achievement of the human being. It is able to block out infinity and live in the tiniest fragment of its real self and pretend to believe that that's all there is and that it understands it and that there's nothing more. And to create attitudes toward the unreality that it has committed itself to that simply produce more suffering, more dissatisfaction, more longing for fantasy objects that never were and never will be because they cannot come into the present and they cannot be anything but projections, but nostalgia for a past projection. And because we prefer these veils of fantasy, even of very negative illusions, to the nakedness of the real, we do not allow ourselves to commune with God and to be redissolved into that supreme real, but remain apparent residues alienated from what we really are. And we prefer to focus on the simulation that is the apparent flux of time, of matter, of energy, that is really simply the dance of the quantum wave function. And none of these things that one is so desperately grasping for have any reality at all at that quantum field level of intelligence that is the only level that relates to the real.
It is our function through relating to the real to turn ugliness into beauty. And to turn Kali Yuga into Sat Yuga. Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti podcast. For more information on programs and retreats, click on the calendar section of our website, www.satyoga.org. Our work is made possible by the generous support of our listeners, viewers, and members. To make a donation, please visit the donate page of our website. We thank you for your support in our mission to share this timeless wisdom with the world. Namaste.